holy sun. Where is the sun? It's oh. Where is yeah, it? It's not over here at the moment. Sal, is, yes. I take it it's not over there either. It's not over here either. It's um, it, The spring hasn't sprung. That mm. would be the right word. No. It's been... Timmy, that's a special announcement. Yeah, well I know. Congratulations. No. Congratulations. <laughs> Oh, I but, knew um, I shouldn't have gone there, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sal, Sal, I need I'll to ask you. i tell you one thing, Dave, diggers, yes. diggers, I'll tell you one thing. Timmy, there's nothing wrong with putting your name in one of your son's names. Trust no. me. Yeah, exactly. That's what happens, Tim. That's honestly. I that's, did it. Yep. My my father did it. No, but you do it with your your uh, your dad's name or your granddad's name. That's the way that I'd play it. No. I well, think okay. I, I did it. Well, I've got, I've got three names and I'd. I used two in my t- yep. and two in my three. Yep. There you go. Now, anyway, so, let's ha- talk footy. Let's talk footy. Can we just touch on that game, that wild game oh. between the Bunnies and the Roosters on Sunday? Just gone. It was a, it was one of those games where we thought maybe the NRL had saved the the best for last, and it was as a physical affair as you will see. And we we spoke about it with Nick Markham on Monday. So, had this been a grand final, I think it may well have erupted. The seven sins. Yeah, seven <laughs> Sunday sin bins. Yeah, well, yes. And I tell you what, they've probably got themselves to bite themselves on the bum because realistically, if if they suspend a few of these blokes earlier in the year for using elbows and high tackles instead of fining them, we might not have it because it would only take one, you know, I'll, I'll use Nelson Asofa-Solomano as, as an example, right? A couple yep. of weeks ago, and we spoke about it, Diggers. And it, did, it was a bad look for the game, I think you said. And it was. Yes. And he coming down with his big elbows. And at the end of the day, if the league had the, you know what, to just say, right, that's it. You've suspended for five weeks. We wouldn't have any of it. But the bottom line, and as Ashley Klein said, and I'm not sure what Nick said as well on Monday, the bottom line, that last sin binning, he said, I don't make the rules. I enforce the rules. Yeah. That's the thing. He was dictated by the rules, and he actually said it. He knew both sides were getting were frustrated, but wasn't it? Oh, holy dooly! It, it, it was, was like a slaughterhouse. Yeah, it was. And look, we want to see the the big boys go at it, and to see Burgess and Warrior Hargraves, you know, effectively squaring off. Um, it, it, look, it was it was absorbing football. It really was, but. There's that fine line, and if the rules are in place, ultimately the officials need to enforce those rules. Yeah, 100%. And I think they missed the bait with the Burgess clip on Tedesco. I yes. I didn't say clip. No, it wasn't you know, a clip, yeah. And you've got to realise, you got to realize, we're talking about blokes that are, you know, six foot five, six foot six, and 120 kilos. So you can imagine the size of their arms when they do hit a oh. bloke around the chin. And I, I really, that's where they missed the bait on, on that one. I think he deserved to have time in the bin for that. And I think we look at the game a little bit differently. Have we got enough players on the interchange bench for postseason football, yeah. Sal, with the HIA? Well, Diggers and Tim, I'll tell you what, and I'm pleased you've brought this point up. I think we have, okay. right? But it is no good having an 18th man if he cannot be used until you have had three of your four interchanges ruled with a HIA. Now... That, that it was a joke because because Burgess wasn't sent to the sin bin, right? They couldn't implement when when it came back that James Tedesco was out of the game with a HIA. Adam Kieran could not be put into the game at that stage. So straight away, that's what they need to tinker with, mate. Because yeah. at the moment, you need three blokes to get HIA before you can utilise your 18th man. 
Well, if you've got three blokes, then you're down to one man on the bench, aren't you? You are, and and uh, Tedesco, like he's one of the elite players in the competition. Oh he, he's he's a superstar. We know that, and. He initially passed his HIA and then they said, actually, no, he's regressed very quickly, so therefore he was ruled out. Once he's out of the contest, all of a sudden, the, the Roosters are up against it. Oh, 100% they are. And plus they're down to a three-man bench. Yeah. You know, and, and then as the game rolled on, Crichton was ruled out as well. So, you know, it's just uh, they really need to tinker with that. Well, what's the point of having the 18th man all because of a ruling that Burgess wasn't sent to the sin bin? Please. Yeah. All right, so we had a cracking opening weekend of the final series. We were lucky to have one in the AFL. The NRL certainly held up mm. their end of the bargain too. So that takes us to semi-final football, and it gets underway tomorrow night. The Eels $1.49 off the back of the loss to the Panthers, where I don't think the score truly reflected the game, and they take on the Raiders, who are two sixty-five off the back of it. Another big win in Melbourne. Yeah, it's another cracking game. And I tell you what, they're up and about here in the nation's capital, boys. There's, there's green everywhere you go in the butchers. There's green sausages. Like, <laughs> what is going on? What is going on here? St. Paddy's Day. <laughs> I know. Isn't it incredible to think these two sides have never met in a finals game? Amazing. Okay. Yeah, that's the a good start. Of, and they've been successful, haven't they? Oh. Both clubs. I know, I know Parramatta's been a while, but back in the day... Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful achievement. It's amazing to think. It sort of really, really did blow me away. And you talk about that, it has been a while, Diggers. <laughs> it's been 36 seasons. So that's how long since the Panthers won. They obviously won in 86. And don't worry, it's a long time between drinks for the Raiders as well. It's been 28 years there. But, you know, the big thing for me with this game, the Eels have got, they've got a huge mental hurdle to overcome, lads, because... They've been dumped out of the finals in week two in four of the past five years. That is a bit of a concern. The big news this morning, Mitchell Moses did the captain's run last night. So he's been real fit to play. Okay. Uh, that's an interesting thing. And conversely, I look at the other side of things with Ricky. When they make the playoffs, they go deep. 216, 219, 220, always been involved in at least a preliminary final, haven't they? So... Geez, they've been good on the road. They really, really do. They've won five in a row on the road, and we know now five in a row in Melbourne. Um, the big thing is a lot of people ask, is there a difference between the top four and the top eight? Our bottom four. Yes. You know, because some weeks we see, you know, and we expect obviously two of the top four sides are going to get beaten in week one, and then we all get excited because of results in the bottom four. But yeah. personally, boys, I don't think there's been a lot of difference, except for Penrith. I don't think there was a lot of difference from two to eight. So, yeah, momentum's a beautiful thing. I, I think I like the Raiders at the line, plus six and a half. Yep. I, I think it's a nice, tidy bet because all jokes aside, Timmy and, and Diggers, last week watching that Melbourne Storm Raiders game, when Melbourne came out and went bang, bang in the second half, I think most people thought, here we go. Yeah, so the Storm will just continue on. But there's a little bit of resilience in this Raiders team, and they really, really did well in that second half. Okay, the Raiders plus six and a half, a dollar ninety-two. That is the way you're playing the second game. Yeah, is the Sharks at two oh four, one dollar eighty? The Rabbitohs. Gee, it'd be an indignity if they went out in straight sets at home both times as well, Sal. Yeah, considering they were um, what forty-five seconds away from being in a prelim. Yeah, when Tom Malolo scores, and then. 
they got bitten by a couple of old sharks, didn't they? Chad Townsend and Val Holmes. Gee whiz. I tell you what, diggers, if you're in trouble and you want a bloke to kick a drop goal, yeah. give it to Val. 45 out. Thank you very much. And it's amazing. Their old coach as well, Johnny Morris, he's he's assistant coach of the Rabbitohs. So, yeah, no. Um, what about this new stadium? The Rabbitohs have played, the, will, will end up, they'll feel like it's a home ground. They want it to be. But they'll play three in a row there. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the big concern for me is they've won just one of seven matches since winning that comp in 2016. Finals matches. Yeah. I'm talking about the Cronulla Sharks. Will last week's loss hurt them? Oh, I don't think so. I know we went into the 93rd minute, but I think they've been pretty resilient all year. And um, Yeah, I, I'm going to go the Rabbitohs. I just think there's... And I know we talk about him, Diggers and Tim, yep. every week. But all jokes aside, there's a bloke called Latrell Mitchell that feels like he owes this Rabbitohs team after last year. Yeah. When his side got lost the grand final by two points. You can yep. you just see it. And people give him stick diggers. They go over here and you hear people in Perth, oh he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that. He does what he has to do. I don't yeah. think we've I don't think he's put the foot to the floor yet, Latrell. No, he's um, he's a he's a ripper. His boot last weekend was Dynamite! It was radar-like, wasn't it? So I must admit, I'm 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 converted with Latrell. I love watching him play each and every week. And interestingly, so you're tipping the South Sydney Rabbitohs to win this, and straight away after that game last Sunday, you looked at social media. There were some big punters really happy to get involved with South Sydney against Cronulla straight away. So the money trail suggests that the Rabbitohs can get over the top of the Sharks. Now, how are we making a dollar? Yeah, that's a good point you make, mate, because when they last met, that went into Golden Point, yep. and that was the night Latrell missed the three. I tell you what, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of excitement, too, because if the Rabbitohs win, guess who they play in the preliminary final? Panthers. Pen, Penrith. Pen, oh, 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 I'm excited already about that. Yeah. Anyway, well, there's a lot of Cronulla fans. Sorry, Luke Townsend. He won't be very happy with me, but anyway... Move on. Um, the Raiders plus six and a half. The Rabbitohs minus one and a half. So both at the line. Three sixty-three. Yes. Then we'll go. We'll go a couple of couple of um, score a try any times. We'll go Jack Whiten from the Raiders into a Britain Nakora from the Sharks. Fourteen dollars and six cents. And then the five eight. The opposing five eight. For the Raiders, uh, Dylan Brown. I expect both five eights to score tomorrow night. To be fair, Dylan Brown into Cody Walker. So it's a sixathon basically this weekend, uh, and that's paying nine dollars as well. So around the money, around that nine dollar mark, and then the three sixty three. Very nice, Sal. Well, thank you very much for your time this morning. Enjoy what is going to be a super semi final weekend in the NRL, and we'll chat to you next week in the build up to the prelims and hear from you Sunday to tidy it all up, no doubt, as well with the team on the aftermath. Absolutely. Stay safe, and thanks for talking rugby league. And Timmy, if you need a hand with those names, just let me know. Beautiful. Thanks, Sal. <laughs>